0: welcome to the season three finale. No. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Just Jay the Podcast. This is the season three season finale. I can't believe we made it through three seasons already. That's crazy. Our show makes a year, August 13th. Today is April 21st, 2022. I turned 22 in six days. That's exciting as fuck. Um, I have a lot to talk to y'all about because I've been missing in action and last episode was the collab that I recorded back in March that I just dropped um with Creston that was a good conversation that was really it was really cool to just brainstorm and just talk off the dome with another creative um person we didn't have no notes with that we literally just winged the entire episode and it came out pretty good so I hope you guys fucked with that one um but yeah I got a lot to talk about so I feel like Meaning that I'm about to turn 22, I've been getting in my birthday mode. Because honestly, I take birthdays very seriously. Birthdays are huge to me. So I've been trying to get that in order. Um, I have a few. I know I've been saying I have a lot of collabs coming and I haven't really been dropping any. But when I went to Atlanta, I didn't really get a lot of the collabs that I wanted to get done done. But I do have some really cool um, collabs coming in New York that I have really, really high expectations for. Because... Um, These are guys that I've known for a long time who are coming up in the music industry and I support their music and they support my show. So definitely have a lot of good collabs coming up for real, for real this time. Like it's not a joke. Season four is going to be epic. Okay, I'm telling you. I know I say that about every season, but I feel like every season gets better. So I say that every season, but I really, really do like, what what am I trying to say? I really, really do like exceed my expectations every season. So boom um let's get into it so basically what I've been doing lately is trying to find my routine um as you guys know I go to John Jay College of Criminal Justice now which is a huge deal um I got my undergrad at Fairleigh Dickinson University which is a great school highly recommend for anybody looking to go to school trying to find a school to go to anything like that um or even just trying to maybe a school to work at or anything like that FDU is a really really good school it's in um, Hackensack New Jersey um now that I'm going to John Jay John Jay is about an hour from my house so I would have to like take the train and commute but I'm planning on going one day a week because I've been going online this whole time doing during the whole corona shit because I don't want to get vaccinated but what i recently found was that i went to visit the school maybe on uh two days ago and basically if i wanted to go in person i would have to get vaccinated and i personally feel like i want that whole college experience i that's the whole reason i wanted to go to john jay just to take the train commute be a city girl you know get my education and go back home like because i'm in the process of getting another job because i just feel like every time school's out for me i always want to stack my bread as much as possible so i'm in the process of getting another job um trying to balance my school and work life situation. School, my semester is over. So it's just me like, um, figuring out my next semester credits and just figuring out how I'm going to really plan my week. So that's really what I'm trying to figure out as of lately. I think I've also had a lack of motivation with the podcast because I've been feeling like nobody's really hearing me. And I, I hate, that I say that all the time but that's really how I be feeling sometimes and I also realize like it's really hard being a podcaster who does a show by themselves because I talked about this last season I believe but when you have another co-host with you it's just easy to bounce ideas off and just control the conversation more but when it's just you it's just literally you like you have to continuously keep the conversation going and I personally feel like I think I do a good job at it but it's still hard and it's still hard for people to connect to that because it's just one um one host I would have loved to bro okay also there's a new podcast that's out um by B Simone and her best friend Megan it's called No For Sure that's the podcast name I've been watching they only have like four episodes out because like I said they're pretty new but amazing podcast amazing like if I could have Gone into this podcast world with a co host or with a, a close friend or a close person that knew me that the conversations would flow and it would be good. I would do it because they, even them and um, the Poor Minds podcast, like they're just it, situations like that where it's two best friends, two black women, two independent women trying to you know just use it as a therapy session. And I, I really really connect to the Know for Sure podcast because in I think it was either episode one or two, they had explained like basically. It's very similar to what my goal for my podcast was. Like, I just want to be there for people. I want to use this as a form of therapy for me. And also for to be uh, a place where people can connect to me and connect to each other. And connect to a deeper part of themselves. Because I'm talking about things that, you know, normally you don't really talk about behind camera. Or there's not, it's not going to be, black women don't really come out and speak and use their platform like this. So I think it's very difficult when it's just me but I think those are also great examples of podcasts who do have two co-hosts that you can, you know, you can relate to each one of them differently. Um, I also feel lately I haven't been taking constructive criticism very well. And I personally feel as though I take constructive, constructive criticism harshly because people don't see my vision. And I feel like Lately, I've had people come to me, you know, suggestions about my podcast. And don't get me wrong, I'm open to any suggestion you have about my podcast, especially if you're like someone who has a podcast who's been doing it longer or you know, you have that platform. I'm all down for suggestions, recommendations, anything. But I personally always feel like this is a work in progress. Like, yes, my audio could be better, yes, my video could be better. I record this shit in my garage with my fucking backdrop up. And my microphone right here. Because I, I personally feel as though, yes, of course, I will want, when you watch the Know for Sure podcast, you're going to see what I'm talking about with the video and the audio. Um, but my presentation is what my presentation is for right now. I'm working with what I have. I don't have my own podcast studio. I don't have my own space to really set up one besides right here. So, like I said, I'm working with what I have. And at the end of the day, I think the product that I'm putting out is good for my beginning stage I'm at the beginning of this I haven't even made a year in this podcast shit so yes of course I want everything to be better but you got to put in the money and the time for all of that and right now I'm so focused on my birthday honestly I'm not gonna lie I'm a little selfish when it comes around my birthday time because it's about me bitch the hell do you mean this is the day I was born so I'm a a, man I'm gonna live it up but (laughs) that's what I'm really focused on right now and getting my second job because I know when I have the second job it would be easy for me to you know, put more effort into this. So I just feel like I hate when people say, you know, definitely the audio and the video could technically be better. And obviously I know that, but it's just like you don't see the vision. You don't see what I've put in to really make this what it is already. Like it took so much for me to even have this. So when I get the resources and everything to build it the way I wanted to and present it the way I wanted to it's going to be amazing. That's why I put so much time into my social media presence and my fucking presentation on Spotify and Apple Apple Podcasts and YouTube. I put so much time into that because that is important. And I think that everything's going get to be- get better with time. That's all I'm going to say about that. So just give me some time and I'm going to be the next number one podcaster. I'm going to be poor minds level. Okay, I put money on it because people can relate to me. I talk a lot of real shit and I'm not just sitting here just talking to y'all. And I also think that when you're a pretty face like me, it attracts people. (laughs) But definitely, just give me some time, maybe. Okay, the audio, everything will be up to speed. But right now, I'm working with what I have and I'm doing a damn good job at it. So, no tea, no shade. That's it for me. Boom. Okay, also I want to talk about... We're probably tired of talking about this. I know I'm a little late with this discussion. The Will Smith drama, baby. Okay, boom. Apparently he made a joke. I don't know why I keep saying boom. Weird. Anyway, at the Oscars... Um, What's the Oscars? Yeah, at the Oscars, he walked on stage. I guess Chris Rock made a joke about his wife's hair who suffers from alopecia. Um, and Chris, uh, Will walked on stage, smacked the shit out of him, and walked out. And... Basically, he was trying to do it to support his wife because I guess she just... Hit. Her reaction to the joke triggered him and he got into protect- protective husband mode and did what he had to do, rightfully so. I see no wrong with what he did because, honestly, niggas get slapped on the street every day for talking crazy, coming out of their mouth about, about um, somebody's girl or about somebody's man. So, just because we're in a high... Um, what do you? How, how do I want to say this? Just because we're in a very bougie environment doesn't mean we not we can't still get it popping. You feel me? That's how I feel about the situation. And it was visible on her face that she was upset and she didn't really care for the distasteful comment. Which technically, Chris Rock didn't make that joke. When you are on the Oscars and you're hosting and you're talking, you're reading from a teleprompter or a teleprompter, whatever the fuck it's called. Those white people behind that bougie show made that joke so misdirected anger yes but at the end of the day it's whoever is presenting that joke thinking it's funny is gonna get all the smoke so I get it totally get it what my problem is is her response to him doing that I personally feel like I wouldn't even let my man walk up there yo baby school because i if I see him getting up I already know what you're about to go do you united is gonna be nothing of positivity okay because you're not about to walk up there and give that man a hug and let's just be real we're well, not about to do that me if i'm in that situation and i see my man about to get up baby it's cool chill it's cool it's okay fuck him that's it or like well, as soon as, or even if i missed him when he was walking up and when you walking down i'm like babe why did you do that like it's thank you but chill just chill out you know what i'm saying and even after the fact she went on Some did some interview, whatever, and was like, I wish he wouldn't have done that. Now, that's my problem. Your man just went up in front of millions and millions of people and smacked the shit out of somebody off of them saying some crazy shit to you. You are never supposed to publicly say, I wish he wouldn't have did that. That's a conversation you have with him in private when y'all get to the crib. Don't publicly say that because I feel like she has allowed so many people around the world to publicly disrespect and clown her husband for so long with that august Alsina entanglement shit with the whole the whole red table mess that they be doing you are allowing the entire world to bash your man embarrass your man call him names you're humiliating him then he gets up and defends you so publicly and that's what you say girl be quiet you don't need to say nothing else their relationship to me just looks so messy and so terrible And then I found out a couple days ago on social media that they're trying to get a divorce. What's happening? What's going on? You know what? Honestly, if they need to divorce, I suggest they do so. Because she has put Will through too much. Miss Jada, please. Shh. (laughs) Shh. Anyway. um, I personally feel like. hmm, I think a man is always supposed to protect you, yes. But. There just they're just should be spoke like there should be boundaries that you don't cross, and that goes for publicly humiliating your partner or giving too much of y'all personal business to the public. They are not some regular regular couple. They are Will and Jada Smith. Come on now, we all in business, all of us. So that's just my thing on it, and I personally think I, I I think he was banned from the Oscars for 10 years after that. That was the decision that they made. Dragging it, completely dragging it. And then I also saw a meme where it was like, well, why would you act that way in front of these white people? First of all, white people automatically deem us as ghetto. They already think that we're violent as fuck. So if they think that, let them continue. And first of all, and second of all, who gives a fuck what these white people have to say? That's my thing. I hate when people say, oh, don't act that way in front of these white people. Don't don't get in here in front of these white people, act crazy. Fuck them. What is their opinion? Whatever. Well, another topic I have to talk about is um, I'm done talking about Will. I'm just done. That's why I switched to the next subject. Um, I was on TikTok a couple, this had to be like maybe last week or the week before. One of my friends had tagged me in a TikTok she made. Um, Tiaja, who I had on the last episode that I did with her was, I think it was episode eight or nine. And we were talking about our turn ons and turns off, yeah. Boom, that episode. Um, she attacked me in a video that she did on TikTok about the topic was "good girls going bad," and I said I would talk about it on my show, and I made a little um, response to it on TikTok, and then I posted it on my um, Just J Instagram. So definitely go look at those two videos because I posted my my opinion of it, and then I posted hers because it was just amazing black woman dialogue going back and forth so definitely tune into that on my instagram page i post a lot of shit so be turn your notifications on turn your youtube notifications on all of that also you can turn on our notifications on spotify and apple Podcasts for when we drop episodes you will get a notification that's pretty cool i do that on my phone so when my episodes come out i see it immediately but yeah okay so my take on this is basically good girls going bad means a good girl let's use myself for example because i am a good girl Good girl, using her, no, allowing her negative experiences with love or with past um, romantic partners to turn her into a bad girl or to turn her good girl off or to make her feel that her being a good girl is a negative thing. I have been there before. Like I, I tell you guys all the time, I've been in two serious relationships and they both ended in turmoil. Both were very toxic. Both were very unhealthy. Both I learned a lot from, right? At one point in my life, I did allow those negative relationships. And not even just those two, but the talking stages that I've been in with different men outside of those relationships, I've learned a lot from. So personally, I could have allowed those negative situations to turn me into a cold-hearted person, to turn me into somebody that didn't want to love or didn't want to be so susceptible of loving people i could have allowed that to take to overcome me and destroy how i view love and all that what my favorite thing to say is to me and all of my friends is don't allow your negative experiences or interactions with love taint or ruin your definition of the word love because yes it's so easy to let your past trauma make you be like you know what i'm done opening up i'm gonna do these niggas how they do me i'm not gonna be a good girl i'm not gonna lead with love that's ruining you as a person don't allow anybody that wasn't for you and that wasn't worthy of you change how you feel about loving people and change how you move going forward. Because I said this in the TikTok, anything that you lose is going to be replaced with something better, always, every time. So the person that you may have been dealing with may not have been for you. They may not have seen you as the worth, what you are worth. They may not have seen you for all that you are. That doesn't mean the next person won't. So don't change yourself for this person that wasn't worth it because you're going to ruin yourself for the person who's going to meet you later on. Really that. Don't change yourself for the person who's going to meet you later on because that's what they're going to love about you. They're going to love that good girl persona. They're going to love that you're so loving. They're going to love all of you. So changing for the last person who didn't appreciate you is going to ruin your blessings coming through. So... I personally think don't ever allow any negative interaction or anything negative that came with your love life force you to change how you are. No, because somebody's going to find you how you are and love everything about you and you're never going to have to ask for anything. It's going to make you realize, okay, I went through this with these people to meet this person. So everything is going to work out. It's just all about healing and and, applying. No, not applying. Healing and learning all the lessons you're supposed to learn from every person that you meet and applying them to your future to be an even better fucking person. That's how I feel about that because I've been there, done that, and I will never allow, and I've also, this is another thing that I have learned. No matter how many times you get hurt, if you meet somebody, never hold back your love. No matter how many times you get hurt, every time you have the opportunity to love, and to experience love, you take it and you run with it and you do it with your whole heart. Like that last heartbreak didn't happen because you never know who you're going to come across and who you're going to interact with. That may be the person for you. Wow. <laughs> Call me miss say that shit. Cause bitch, I said it. <laughs> that was, that was smart. That was fire. I know. I know. Another topic I also been thinking about, have you guys ever heard of friendship PC PTSD? Cause I, just like we talked about good girls going bad with relationships and all that stuff. It's possible for a woman to have PTSD for men and it's like, no, nope, I'm not fucking with no men. I'm not going to do it. I'm just going to stay to myself. It's possible to feel that way about friendships because let me tell you something. Me, I have had, I want to say three best friends in my entire life. Well, besides the ones that I have now. Three prior best, month well, two prior best friends because one of that two prior best friends that I've had before the ones that I have right now. I have, the girls that I have, are always on the show that I always talk about, those are my best friends. I consider them my best friends, yes. But before them, I had two prior best friends. The leech that I'd be talking about here and there on, on episodes, that's one of them. And then I also have another girl that I um, was really, really super close with, was like my sister, stayed at my house all the time, all that. When friendships like that end, And you see somebody's real true colors when you've done everything to be there for them and you've been an amazing friend, that shit hurts. Friendship breakups are equivalent to relationship breakups. I 100% think so because they they fucking hurt, bro. They hurt, okay? And I think that's another reason why I'm so big on keeping... Like, the friends that I have now, I love them to death because they understand me and they have been here with me through my journey for so long through so many things so they're important to me and I but I also think there was a point where it was hard for me to connect with girls because it just felt like my best friends was doing me dirty all the time and it was just like that sucks as a woman because all you want is your all you want is a group of girls that you can depend on that you can link up with have mad fun you can have serious conversations with like You want that friend group that you can depend on, and you want to be a a a factor in a friend group that you because so you know you matter. You feel me? Like it's important as a woman to have a group of girls that you can just be yourself with. And I think I have found that group of girls, but I also feel like there is another. I don't want to say there's another group of girls because I feel like I'm only 22. I'm in New York. I'm where I'm am right now. Who knows when I get to where I'm supposed to be, if I will find more friends and more another group of girls that I fit in perfectly with just like I have right now you never know it doesn't it's not about leaving your old friends for your for new ones no there's they will still be my friends but I just think it's so hard for me to feel just safe with female friends because of the things that I've gone through in my past relationships with with women like I'm an amazing friend I take pride in being an amazing friend because there's honestly there's nobody in my life who, if you know that the love and the respect and the relationship is mutual, you cannot say that you don't feel loved by me, because I make sure that I, if I'm in your life, I'm gonna show you as much love as I can, because I know I want you to do the same for me. So, I feel like I'm an a, a great friend. I try to, I try to be understanding as well. I am understanding. I try to be understanding. I try to be there as much as I can. Like, it doesn't. It's it's so easy to be a good friend to somebody. I feel, and I just think sometimes we lack the effort or sometimes we lack the, I think also what happens in friendships is that people, you get, you get used to being somebody's friend. When you, when you're friends for like five, ten years, it's just like, oh, this bitch never going to leave me. We going to be, we, we might not talk for a couple months, but she ain't never going to leave me. Like, no. Sometimes you really have to cut ties with certain friends or certain people to grow. And I feel like what I've also learned now in the, at this moment in my life is I want I only want people in my life who's going to reciprocate the love and the energy and the respect and the effort that I give them you know what I'm saying So that goes for friendships, that goes for relationships that goes for anybody in my life like if I feel like I'm doing more than you and I'm my presence in your life is more significant than your mine and yours. I mean your presence in my life is more significant than mine and yours. That's a problem for me and I'm quick to I don't know why these scissors are out right now. I did not even use these today but yeah, I'ma cut the tie. Cut that ridge off when the ball drop. I'ma do it because I, I can't I can't give more than you giving me no more in my life. Like I think that's really a boundary that I've learned for myself and a boundary that I've set for myself that I'm not playing with. I'm not I can't give more than I'm receiving from anybody and I also feel like we hold on to our friendships that are so many years because it's like, oh, I've known her for so long. But realistically, somebody can walk into your life and show you more more love in two months than somebody you've known for two years. Like, I don't think time or duration of relationship should be a factor in how heavy you fuck with somebody because realistically, it's all about character. It's all about that person's love for you. It's all about that person just going the extra mile for you and I'm you know what I'm saying so time of relationship really has nothing to do with how someone treats you their character does so that's why when my best friend Josh that I I've literally met him maybe hasn't even been a year yet since I don't know why there's hair everywhere hasn't even been a year yet it'll be a year in May since I've met him and he's in Mexico right now living his best life playing football um, chasing his dreams, which I'm so proud of you. If you see this, I love you. But well, hasn't even been a year yet, and he's shown me more love and support and respect than people that I've known for years. And that's crazy. And th- he's the number one person that has made me realize, like, yo, character is everything. Duration of relationship and time that you've known a motherfucker really don't mean... History doesn't mean that someone's going to do their best by you. Doesn't mean that someone's going to really treat you how they're supposed to treat you. No, character telling you look at focus on a person's character and not their duration of how long they've been in your life or the history that they have with you and it'll change your perspective of a lot of people telling you because that's what i'm doing in my life i'm sweeping up listen every year around my birthday i like to do a a sweet a cleanup i like to make sure that i'm in the most healthy happiest peaceful mindset and that i have healthy happy people around me that are going to fuck with me that are going to support me that are going to love me the people that you may see me with this year around my birthday time, probably are, you're missing a few from last year. And that's just because of me setting my boundaries and me not allowing people to just come and go as they please and not allowing people to just treat me how they want to. I have done a complete 360 for real, I feel. And it sucks because I feel like a lot of my relationships with the people that have been around me last year have been distant and have been strained, obviously. But that's not it's not on me. Like I literally have done the shadow work with that with those situations. I literally have sat and I thought about them. It's not on me. It's not on me. When you act funny towards me and when you treat me a certain kind of way and I don't feel loved by you was like if we're in each other's lives, we gotta serve a purpose. We gotta really benefit each other. And if we're not benefiting we're not benefiting each other, peace. How would you guys feel about if I did like book or content reviews on this podcast? Because I was also talking to someone and they were like, yo, like reviewing shit or like talking about books that you read, that could get you a, a, a different audience as well. That could really get you, a, you know, a couple of other types of viewers, you know? So I think I really want to start doing that as well because right now I'm reading The Alchemist. I've never read it before. I've heard a lot of great reviews about it about it um, on social media and Keilani also, the singer, Talks about this album. I mean, I talks about this book a lot, and she also has it tattooed on her. So I'm just like, if she going this hard for it, let me read it. Um, but yeah, I'm reading that right now. I'm, I'm loving it so far. So I definitely want to do book reviews on that because I do read a lot. I'm a nerdy girl. Okay, I will read a good book. Listen, if you got a good book, please send it to my send it to me. Yum it to me, whatever. Because um, yeah, I will read a good book. I'm telling you. Okay, I love me a good book. I haven't been reading as much as I used to, but I'm definitely trying to get back into it. So yeah, I think I'm going to start doing book reviews or content reviews or reaction videos or, you know, so yeah. I also am looking to do a new different project. You guys know I like to do my projects outside of the podcast just to get my content out there just for people to see me just like the like the so new york playlist that was one of my projects that i did um that was a good project i think i got a lot of feedback from it i think a lot of the artists that are on it um really fucked with it it's and that's just that's going to keep growing that playlist is going to continuously grow because as artists the artists on there that are already on there are locked in whenever they drop new music is going to be added to the playlist so that's just, it's only going to grow and grow and grow and it's just going to be a great opportunity for them to connect and really fuck with each other and it's a good opportunity for you guys to find new music and just connect with all these different artists from New York and it's all, all all over New York actually. So I can't, I was about to say Long Island, but it's literally not even just Long Island. Some of them are from the Bronx, Brooklyn, fucking Long Island, upstate. Like there's a lot of slack on there. Okay. Um, but yeah, I'm getting into new books, new projects, new reviews that I'm going to be doing. Another project that I think I'm going to start is, what, it, what does being Black mean to you? That's what I call it. Or I'm going to call it the, what is being Black project. Basically, what it's going to be is it's going to be me and I'm going to get a bunch of people to help me with it and get their opinions also. Basically, you're answering two questions. What is being Black to you and what will you do being Black in this lifetime? So th- here's an example. It's going to be a video compilation of multiple different so many different people who are black obviously answering that question so I would go first and my question for for example my statement would be being black to me is success being black to me is hard work and determination being black to me is working your ass off to get the life that you want being black is going to be the next number one podcaster being black is or maybe I should say me being black is going to be the next number one podcaster or me being black or no, my black is going to be the next number one podcaster. My black is going to be a Supreme Court judge. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, what is being black to you? What, what like successful or, um, determined, like, you know what I'm saying? What is being black to you? And then also what are you going to do being black? You know what I'm saying? So I think I'm. it's going to be a really good turnout because I'm going to have artists on there. I'm going to have, um, some of my friends obviously people that haven't even been on the show yet you know so it's I just want it to be a really really cool way for me to just support being black and promoting that because being a black woman today is so powerful and so amazing because we're doing amazing things the first black woman just was appointed to be um, a supreme court justice recently that's huge because that's what I want in my life I want to be A judge I said this so many times I would love to be on the Supreme Court what and a black woman just did that that's amazing for black women in America that's amazing for that's just an amazing fucking thing so I definitely want to um showcase that showcase that I'm proud to be black and I'm proud to be a woman and I'm proud to have the access to the resources that I can to be what I want to be in this life so definitely I'm gonna get I'm gonna put a poll on Instagram and then I'm going to have people comment, like, being black is what? Being black is what? You know what I'm saying? Then I'll probably read those at the end of the video for the people who don't want to do an actual video on it. But I'm going to do that. And then I'm obviously going to collect videos from whoever wants to help me with it. Because I want it to be as long as possible. There's no limit. Um, just You just got to be black. Okay? I need beautiful black kings, beautiful black queens, all of that to be in this video for me. So... I don't talk a lot. I don't talk to lot. Who child! No, really, I did. Um, I'm out of breath and shit. But, yeah, that's what I'm working on right now. Just, I feel like I do those projects to just get my voice heard and get my business out there. Because I feel like the So New York Playlist was a really good hit. Um, It allowed me to tie my podcast into the music aspect of this. And I think the Being Black Is project will just... it's going to be good for my brand and my platform and what I'm trying to do. So I'm really excited for that. I'll probably start working on that after my birthday, but definitely early May. I want to get that done and get that out. Um, So, yeah, this is the season finale, gang. Okay. And I just want y'all to know, This is the season finale, but I will be actively on my Instagram doing four-minute combos. I'm going to be going live. um, In a few days, I think I'm going to go live, actually. Yeah, I'm going to be going live. I'm going to be... I'm actually going to start doing lives with other people just to get good conversations going and, you know, allow my audience to see me, really, because I think that's another reason why I've been lacking motivation and why I've been feeling like people haven't been hearing me because I've also been not allowing myself to be seen as much on my platform, so... Definitely going to um, get the lives going, the videos going. I'm going to be more active because my birthday's coming up. I'm 22. I got some goals I want to do, especially with this podcast shit. Like, I'm, I'm about to be a year with this podcast shit, actually. So I want to just do things different and do things better and um, perfect my craft because I'm really good at this shit. And I'm not going to let nobody make me feel like I'm not. And I'm not going to let anybody make me feel like I'm not where I need to be because I am. Um, my uncle's girlfriend two nights ago was like, honestly, I'm proud of you for this podcast shit because the hardest part is starting and you did it and you kept going and you didn't stop. So I think that that speaks volumes because like I said before in the earlier episodes, this was something that I had planned years ago and I never really had the courage to do it until one day I was just like, fuck it, now's my time and I'm going to do it and I did it. And I'm proud of myself for doing it because it's opened up a, a totally different, avenue in my life. I've traveled more. I've met so many different people off of this shit. I have had so many different conversations, so many difficult conversations. I've pushed myself to be different. I've pushed myself to stand on what I believe in and live in my truth. And I've done an amazing job of that. So for three seasons, being a rookie, not even making a year yet, I am proud of myself. You can't can't take this from me. Like, Yes, there are so many things that I can improve and trust me, as we go season by season it's going to get better and i'm only going to get more topics to talk about more people on here more things to do and i'm going to travel more i'm going to i'm just going to do a lot more things the ne- the coming up season, so i talk with my hands a lot i just realized that that's weird um, but yeah i'm just going to do a lot more and i'm going to keep the momentum going cuz i have a good thing going here and i'm proud of myself 3 seasons and we have done phenomenal okay you can't tell me it's your head. <laughs> Water. It's probably old as hell. Anyway, but yeah. That's all I had to talk to y'all about. I. Listen. Okay, let's end this off on a good note. I'm about to turn 22 in six days. I, My laptop probably gonna die on me in two minutes. But I turned 22. I'm about to say 26. Girl, slow the fuck down. I'm about to turn 22 in six days. I'm about to be in Miami celebrating my birthday. This is going to be a much-needed break for me, okay? So while you guys are missing me and waiting for these episodes to drop, I'll be in Miami with my girls, okay? It's going to be me, Melanie, Jada, Jade, and Edziri. The girls on... Everybody that was on Five Fine Friends, I think it was last season, is going to be in Miami turning the fuck up for my birthday. All my Tauruses, I love y'all. Turn the fuck up this season, okay? Um, I know them hating ass Aries talking a lot of shit about us, but fuck that. Okay, it's Taurus season, and that's that on that. Period. Bye, y'all. I'll see y'all next season. Don't don't miss me too much. I'll see y'all soon. Bye. Love y'all so much.